The Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of your ED. Just head to getroman.com slash SGP for $15 off your first month. That's getroman.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is home to the Best Ball Mania 2 contest where you can win $1 million. That's right, $1 million. Sign up now at underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Odds Jam. Odds Jam is the betting tool every sharp better needs, bringing you the latest prices and presenting the best betting opportunities. Dominate the marketplace with Odds Jam. Use promo code SGP and get 5% off at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds jam. Welcome everyone to the Diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my fellow diehards, Robbie and Justin. And the Nick Sirianni era has officially begun. We got guys running routes in jerseys, in shorts, no pads, but I'm still excited. Justin, are you amped up? Devontae Smith, we saw him catching a ball in an Eagles uniform. <laughs> Yeah, it's sad. Uh, I was I was on Twitter lurking a little bit, and they were showing little clips of him catching the ball, and uh, we were, we were commenting back and forth. But man, I swear to God, I've never seen a guy look so smooth on the field. <laughs> I know it's such bias, but I swear, it almost looks like he's like swimming out there in real life. It's Robbie, so Robbie, you got you, you to love the fluidity. The great oh, man, not let uh, the ball uh, hit him. He's catching it with his hands. I'm all in. He's like a gazelle out there, just <laughs> just striding. He's got that length and uh, catching everything. Can't wait. It is funny to ju- even g- watching guys run routes on air is just yes, let's do it. Let's get going. Uh, it was exciting to see him out there. It was uh, I don't know. It was just exciting to feel like the season was kind of starting. We finally got some looks at practice, and we got a we got another Sirianni press conference. This one didn't make national news for him being uh, gacked out of his mind on not yet pre workout or positive vibes or whatever he's whatever he's working on. And I thought he gave a, a lot of good answers. In particular, the one answer I really liked, and maybe I'm stealing this from you, Rob, is that when they asked him, uh, you know, Hey, what kind of uh, offense do you plan to run for Jalen hurts? Do you plan to customize things for him? Or is it just the offense? And he gave the great answer of, Hey, Jalen does a lot of special things on the ground with his legs. He's a very athletic guy and we're going to tailor, you know, the offense and the system to his uh, special abilities. I love hearing that as a fan. I mean, that was Chip's weakness was that he just was so rigid with his game plan. How excited yeah, are you, Rob? To hear something? No, about? yeah, that that jumped out at me immediately. And and you know, in fact, he didn't say that just about offense. He said that we have to do that on defense. We have to do it on special teams. You know, essentially, they have to adapt to the players they have. And and I love that. I, I want to see a you know receivers, uh, you know, take advantage of their strength, the quarterback. And, 
you know, uh, like you said, I think he ha- is getting much more comfortable. He's still super excited, which I like. I'm not holding that against him. I want a coach who's all in, who's excited and, you know, who wants to win. And I thought there were a couple other interesting tidbits listening to that press conference. Um, you know, one, I liked what I heard about Jalen hurts that he's dove right into the playbook. He already knows everything he's, you know, he knows, you know, where this read should be, where that read should be. So I was very encouraged to hear that. And, um, you know, I found it interesting. He didn't overly dance around the, you know, he got a lot of questions about Jalen being the man and Jalen being the starter. And I expected him to just keep saying like, well, it's a competition. We have Joe Flacco and he really didn't. He didn't he didn't anoint Jalen as the starter, but you could tell clearly they're they're backing off that a little bit and, you know, barring anything short of, you know, a miracle, clearly Jalen's going to be the starter going in, which we all know. Yeah, I mean, I think Howie uh, Roseman even had a quote, or or it came from someone that uh, they want to see Hertz grab the job and and really run with it. But Sirianni's getting going, the rookies are getting going. But the real news, of course, is the schedule was dropped, and immediately looking at October twenty fourth, Eagles head to Las Vegas. Justin, I know you're a big uh, Vegas aficionado, as myself. You were there to witness in person when I won two hundred thousand uh, dollars. I mean, you got you guys got to come out for this uh, Vegas game, Justin. Are you are you already planning on coming out? Yeah, I've already looked into it a little bit. Not not so much, but uh, yeah, definitely looking at it. Uh, I'm excited for it, Sean. Um, I can't wait to watch the birds play in that stadium, and then uh, you might be just as excited to gamble on them and be there to watch them. <laughs> When it, it so really, we'll yeah, it's really, uh, it's just going to be insane because you get, I mean, just imagine like 25,000 drunk Eagles fans the day of the game, like tailgating at a Las Vegas uh, casino stadiums, and then just like rolling over to the game. It, it's in a dome. I mean, I've seen a couple games here on the West Coast. Uh, you know, at, at the Chargers Stadium, at the Rams Stadium, I, I'm interested to see, Robbie. What would be your guess at what the uh, what the fan attendance would be for this Vegas game? It seems like this is the destination game. The prices are going to be through the roof. We'll figure out a way to get in. That's not the issue. But uh, what do you what do you think the takeover is going to feel like for Eagles fans at that uh, Vegas game? Yeah. I mean, first of all, I think Justin and I are just waiting for that first class ticket to arrive from the <laughs> podcast uh, and, and we'll certainly Business be there. Right. So, uh, cause you know, as we learn from Hawaii, once you experience uh first class, that, that's what I expect <laughs> no, now. No, Sean, so. and, and as you mentioned, uh, Sean, you did win $200,000 last time I was with you. So, I mean, you're my, you're my golden luck charm. I like <laughs> exactly. No, in all seriousness, I, you know, I think it's going to be great. We already know Eagles fans travel extremely well. uh, You know, one of the better fan bases out there. And this is just such an obvious destination game. I mean, everyone loves, you know, Vegas is such a good quick weekend trip. You fit in the game, you can hit the casinos, do whatever you do out there. Um, So, you know, it it is interesting. Obviously obviously it's their first season too. So I think there is going to be a lot of locals that are going to want to be going to games, maybe more than in subsequent years. But I I mean, I have to think that that stadium is going to be, you know, hitting 35, 40% Eagles fans uh, would be my guess. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be crazy. I I think 40, 50% is, is right. 
is right where it's going to be. And it's going to be uh yeah. I mean, it's going to be awesome. It, it's a four Oh five East one o'clock Pacific game. So I, I think the move is, and I've been trying to think out what the move is. It's probably going to be, you know, post up at the wind sports book guy, you know, do some tailgating uh, during the early games and then figure out a way to get over uh, to the stadium from there. And then, oh man, it's just going to be uh it's just going to be so awesome. Couple, uh, and we are, of course, NFL schedule. We're going to walk through games, uh, the Eagles' schedule. Give our quick, uh, rapid predictions. It's, it's early, super far out, but a uh, couple, a uh, couple things to clean up. Carry on Johnson got signed. Zach Ertz still on the roster. You know, Sirianni was asked about Zach Ertz. He said he's going to keep that conversation private, which is the same thing uh, he said, I think, when asked about Wentz previously. It does seem like Ertz, it's just a matter of time. I think maybe they're going to end up cutting him or uh, as like a June one uh, cap casualty. I, I would like to see them get something. Justin, do you, uh, do you, are you interested at all in any scenario of Zach Ertz being on the team? Um, You know, <sighs> I was kind of rooting for him to still be with us, honestly, because I think we got a lot of young guys, especially on the offensive side of the ball. But uh, the more I looked into the cap, I mean, it does change quite a bit once June first hits, and the dead money goes from seven point seven million to four point two million. So you're saving like eight point five million if you cut him instead of paying him that twelve point seven million. So it it just makes sense to either cut him or if you get something for him, obviously you. you you uh, try to trade with somebody. The only person I wouldn't, or the only team I wouldn't want to trade with would be uh, the Colts there. Uh, I don't want Wentz and him to get back together and do something special and yeah, have to on. deal with any of those, those tweets or texts or whatever. Of, uh, yeah. You know, them like duck hunting, like the boys are back in town. Like get the fuck out of here. Ginger. But it, it makes sense to hold on to him till June 1st at this point. Cause I mean, why would you want to take the cap at, yeah, no. A, a, at this point, seriously, hang on to him. Uh, free up a little bit of cap in case they still want to do another signing. Cornerback, uh, carry on Johnson. I was I was listening to uh, Brian Westbrook on uh, Inside the Birds podcast, and uh, he was saying this backfield he thinks is the the most complete Eagles backfield in a long time, just because of kind of the the balance of skill set they have. You know, bringing in uh, Gainwell, of course, uh, drafting him, and then you got Carryon Johnson, uh, rounding things out. Obviously, Miles Sanders, kind of the man up front, and then even maybe Jordan Howard sees the field. I, I, I'll kind of be surprised. It does feel like the main three backs are going to be Carryon, um, Gainwell, and then Miles Sanders, of course, being the one. Robbie, any thoughts on either Carryon or Ertz as we kind of clean up some of these roster things? Well, you know, as to Ertz, actually, I had on my notes. Let's just keep them and, and maximize the offense. But the more I think about it, I this, season's, him, yeah. this season's about the future. It's about the young guys. It's about developing that talent. And you know, even if Ertz is here, it's another one-year stopgap. I, I don't think we have anything to gain. Let's take what we can get for him and let Goddard flourish and and let the young guys take over. So that that's where I'm at. That's my final position on him. As to you know, the running backs. I agree. I like the group. I like them. You know, they're young. I like the gain. Well, pick this carry on Johnson. I'm not going to pretend I know a lot about him, but you know, he's young. He's only 23. He has decent size. Five eleven, two two eleven was the stat I saw online. I don't know if that's still accurate, but um, you know, he, I also saw he was 2017 sec offensive player of the year or something like that. So obviously there's some talent there. 
Um, so, you know, at minimum, it's a great depth signing. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, a guy, it's worth rolling the dice, but he's really good at uh, pass protection. So maybe he ends up being a third down back. I, I, I think the one thing is, if you like Miles Sanders in fantasy, kind of concerning what they're doing as far as who they're bringing in. And he might not get those PPR points. If you, if you play in the full point PPR, you may, you may not rank Sanders quite as high, but uh, other than that, I, I, I love what they're doing. Little uh, last little nugget here before we hop into the schedule, walk you through all 17 games of the Eagles season. Big news for a big man. The uh, the guy the guy with the giant gut and still rocking the belly shirt Zeke Elliott he's on cameo which means for only twenty dollars or you can send him a direct message for twenty dollars or you can uh, you know ask him to record a cameo where you send him a message and he records it uh, I think that goes for four hundred fifty bucks Justin as an Eagles fan what uh what can we get to what basically what's the best thing we can ask Zeke to film as far as a cameo. I was uh, I was curious if this was more of a joke on us or more of a joke on him if we had him do like a little promo for our podcast. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that work against us or him? <laughs> hey, know. You know, we might be but, able might be able to free up the budget. Hey, this is Zeke <laughs> Elliott, and you're listening to the Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Go Birds! I, I like that. I I think that, and it keeps it classy because we, as Eagles fans, there's a bunch of horrible things I could think to send him in. You know, you know, put a couple <laughs> bucks in his pocket if he needs that four hundred fifty dollars so much. As a Cowboys fan, this has to be. Terrifying that uh, he's picking up side work. He's not getting enough endorsement money. Uh, he needs to uh, crank out some cameos. I uh, for Kramer's birthday a couple of years ago, I got Wayne Gallman, the Giants' backup running back, uh, to film a happy birthday message for him. And uh, the guy was not a ton of personality, Wayne Gallman, but uh, he's recording it in the locker room right after practice. Practice, and he's just like. Hey, this is Wayne Gallman of the New York Giants. This is for Ryan Real Money Kramer. Happy birthday. Uh yeah, it's, this is from Sean. Thank you. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I guess you needed $45. Very odd. Robbie, any uh what what do we what do we got to get uh Zeke to say? Well, I like, I like uh, Justin's angle. First of all, Eagles aside, I want to hear him just say, I'm full. I'm so sick of see, <laughs> hearing that feed me. Yeah. Uh, so how about just I'm full and let's end this. Um, you know, the right answer is nothing. I, I don't want to give him a dollar. Yeah, uh, he's a cowboy. Uh, let's not even give it to him. Um, I'm sure there's some kind of promo that even got him on the site to begin with. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'll keep it simple and just have him uh, sing the fight song. Uh, that would be uh, the, the, the Eagles fight song. I think if we could get Zeke to sing that for $450, if he agrees to that, uh, I think that says a lot about Zeke and well, I, I just want to look through Zeke's projected a uh, cameo <laughs> cameo uh, things because these guys do reject them occasionally. I know because uh, Jose Canseco <laughs> rejected one that we tried to get him to do on cameo. I think it involved, it was like something sports gambling podcast, something about the juice and uh, you know, Jose, Jose wasn't feeling that. So he rejected that. He what does it cost? <laughs> he was he was much cheaper. He was in the hundred dollar range. He oh, wasn't, wasn't Wayne Gallman cheap, but he wasn't expensive. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. Let's talk schedule. I mean, a couple of thoughts, of course, on the schedule. Starts out pretty tough. Then we get a 
second half does seem easier, especially I think, you know, November 21st on we're basically not getting on a plane, you know, which is pretty sweet. Cause we have a buy in there, bunch of home games, and then uh, two games at the Meadowlands and the, uh, and in DC. So there's a world where if we can, if we can kind of hang through this rough patch early, uh, we can be in a decent spot. First game at Falcons spreads already opened three and a half, four points. Oh man. I, I want to make this a win, but I, I think I'm going to have to go L even though. Yeah. We just never do well in Atlanta. I'm worried the defense may have some trouble there. Justin, what are you doing? Week one at Falcons. So uh, typically when I look through these, I like to chunk a couple teams and kind of half it, but I, I guess with this uh, Atlanta 49ers, I'm thinking they're going to win one of those two. Um, if I had to guess, I would go with, we'd, we'd beat Atlanta. Yeah. Um, if I had to guess, but I'm hoping at least between those two teams, we could win one. Robbie, where are you at? You think they, you think they can pull it out against the Falcons? You know, I, I was giving this some thought myself. I mean, it's not like the Falcons were good last year. They were four and 12. That's, that's awesome. Uh, you know, obviously they added Kyle Pitts, another offensive weapon. The question is what corners do we have to, to cover any of their receivers? Julio always torches us. Yeah. You know, Matt Ryan's not, you know, the elite category, but he's still a good quarterback. Um, I, I, I strangely think we can win this game. Um, the smart pick is a loss, but I'm going to say a win that Sirianni comes out swinging. All right. So you guys got him starting off one and oh, I'm, I'm going to go pessimist here. Oh, and one, but I do think the following week uh, at home against the 49ers, I think we get a W there. And the reason is the quarterback position. We either get Jimmy G on the road with clearly like a no vote of confidence from the team, or we get Trey Lance guy through 318 passes in FCS football, going to the East coast for a, you know, in hostile territory. It's uh, the first home game with the full stadium of fans. I think the place is going to be rocking as long as we don't get destroyed in Atlanta. I, I think this, this team is going to be hyped. And uh, I really like our chances at home week two against the 49ers. So I think we start off one and one. Uh, Robbie, where are you at? You think we can get a W here? No, I think this is a loss. I, I oh. think we're going to have Jimmy G. Um, you know, I, obviously, I don't think he's great, but he, you know, he's okay. And I think there is a lot of talent on that team. Uh, the record last year doesn't really reflect that. You know, some of the talent that they wow. have is so um, tough. One, it could be a win, especially at home. I think the fans will be amped, but you know, I, I think that one's a loss. Yeah, I mean, I I still swear that Kyle Shanahan's pretty overrated as an NFL coach. Like, yeah, they got to the Super Bowl that one year, but I mean, you know, people talk about him on these NFL shows like he's some sort of god. And you look at his win loss record; he's well below five hundred in four seasons with the Forty ers and they've had some pretty decent talent. Like, yeah, they haven't had stability at the quarterback position, but you know, our man Dougie P. He loses his starting quarterback. They still win the Super Bowl. So I, I, yeah. I don't see where he gets this god status among uh, among some of these people. You know, the other interesting thing to think about with the 49ers that that honestly is just popping in my head is uh, they lost their defensive coordinator from last year. Obviously, yeah. he's now the Jets uh, yep. Jets coach. So will that impact their defense? You know, we'll see. Justin, 
Um, like I said, I, I was chunking these, so I'm thinking we can win one between Atlanta and the Niners. Um, my concern with the Niners is actually Kittle in this situation. The fact that, you know, we don't necessarily have the, the greatest linebackers and obviously the secondary can be suspect yeah. there. Um, what's that Sean? No, in our, in our safeties. I mean, we've struggled with tight ends. We start off against, you know, two, we'll see what Pitts is game one, but then we got Kittle right after that. Yeah. And that said, I mean, we're a new team this season. They're a new team this season. I know they were six and 10 last season. Um, so they weren't the best, but they, they seem to have like a solid thing going there. Um, but if I had to guess, I would say we could beat the Niners in this situation. I'd, I would just really uh, be wary of Kittle over there. You know, the more I think about this, I'm actually flip flopping, flip flopping my picks here. I, I actually think week one, I would go loss. And I, I, I think you convinced me, Sean, I'm going win against the Niners. All right. So I got, I'm one and one, everyone keep track of their own records. I, I don't have a pet out. Uh, Justin, you got them. You got them one and one as well. Yeah. I got my, I have my record down for the first eight weeks here and then the, the final. So you're, you're good. Dallas Cowboys Monday night, the, the, the first primetime game, little rematch from uh oh man, that was so annoying last year. We got out to that 14, nothing lead kind of unraveled. I mean, if you look back at that game, once Fletcher Cox went down, we just couldn't get any pressure in our defensive. Uh, our secondary kind of fell apart and uh, they ended up picking us apart. Ah, man, I, I I'm going to say a win just cause I think they get up for this game and um yeah, and I think they they show up in prime time. So I'm going to say win against the Cowboys, two and one. Justin, what about you? Can they pull this off? You know, I was looking through the schedule, and I I could argue I think that this might be our most important game of the season, yeah. honestly. Um, even though it's only week three, but it is away in Dallas. Dak is still going to you know need to kind of get the feel for the game. You would think within three weeks and you know, the shortened preseason now and whatnot. So I, I think this is one that we really got to try and win. And it's an away game. And like you pointed out, we've, we've gotten kind of shellacked the past two seasons. Rob and I were actually there and Sean, you missed it, of course, but uh, we were there for that shellacking two seasons ago and it, it didn't feel good. And I, th- I think we're due for a win there. And I think we can actually pull it off. And um, if I had to say it, I, w- I would say we have to pull it off if we want to have a solid season this season. Yeah, I mean it's the ultimate gut check where Sirianni prime time hurts prime time. Like it's just a spot where they got to show up. I think they pull it off. Rob, do they go to two and one here or fall to one and two? No, I mean look. I guess once again I'm gonna have to be the realist. We're we're not. <laughs> this one's a loss. Um, early in the season, we're gonna be gelling. Their offense is largely coming back. Um, I I just think you know if it was in Philly, that might change my tune. But the fact that this one's in Dallas, um, I, I think it's a loss. I, I, I do think as we'll get to later, we can maybe pick them off late in the season at home, Yeah, we um, do end the but, season. but I think loss next up ending the uh, first quarter, Kansas city chiefs at home. As much as I'd like to say, we have a shot here. I, I, I just don't see it. Andy Reid undefeated against the Eagles. And even though they're on the road, uh, the crowd will be I, I would imagine we'd be up for this game. I just think where our secondary is at, where our defense is at, I, I, we just can't cover the Chiefs. So I think we we fall to two and two here. Justin, any way we pull off an upset here? No, I didn't. <laughs> not at all. Um, <laughs> that, I was just so. That uh, is the thing, though. Like our two hardest games, uh, we do have at home: Chiefs and Bucks, and we don't play. 
none of the teams we play on the road had a winning record last year. So that's, that's something to hang our hat on. Yeah. That was kind of a tough thing. I noticed as well. We got a lot of tough games actually at home this season. Uh, it's kind of interesting between, you know, the, like you pointed out the chiefs, the bucks, and even the chargers, I feel like with Herbert uh, could be a tough one there and the saints, but anyway, sorry. Um, back to the chiefs. Now nah, there's just, I'm not even going to get into it. There's so there's a lot of reasons why. So yeah, we're, we're not winning that one. Robbie, any shot? Yeah. No, I, I mean, they're stacked. They're, they're bringing uh, pretty much everyone back and they beefed up their offensive line. I, I don't see how we, we have a chance in this one. I, I will say it, it'll be nice to see though, what Sirianni can come up with. Um, I think this is kind of like one of those games where you're just going to have to watch it just to see, you know, how does he adapt? What does he try to do um, in order to, you know, <clears throat> get, get by the chiefs. And then also what does Gannon try to do in order to kind of combat against Mahomes and Kelsey and all of their weapons there. So, yeah, no. And, and Gannon, obviously along with Sirianni, huge kind of question mark. I do think that works to your advantage a little bit early on. We saw that when Doug took over in 2016, Eagles started out three and oh, I, I think it takes a little bit for defenses to kind of figure out exactly what you're doing. Obviously we're probably going to run some similar stuff that they ran in Indy, but I do think it takes a little bit. You have a little head start because teams don't have film on you. They don't know how to play you. And I think that could give us an advantage in a couple of these games early, but I still, yeah, two and two in these first four, I think is, is almost an ideal scenario next week. They head to at Carolina, the Panthers Panthers, kind of an interesting team. I mean, Darnold, is he a, is he a real upgrade? I'm going to say we pull this out just because uh, we've always traveled well down to Carolina. I, I think this is a game we can just figure out how to beat the Panthers. Again, a little bit worried about the secondary because I do think they have a good receiving core. Uh, Christian McCaffrey c- can be a handful, and our our linebackers are are certainly not the most athletic. But I think we'll be able to put up points against this Panthers defense. Um, so I'll I'll give them a W here. Robbie, what do you think, Panthers? Yeah, I have this as a W. I, you know, the Panthers, they have a couple of playmakers on offense. Obviously, McCaffrey's, you know, good and and some other guys, but Darnold just doesn't scare me. And I could see this as a game where our defensive line could really get after him a little bit. He's not the most mobile guy out there. Um, so it could be a game for our D line to really shine and wreak some havoc. Yeah. That yeah, I'd love to see them eat, rack up some sacks. Justin, Panthers, what do you think? Yeah, I have a W here as well. I mean, um, I don't think the I don't I just don't see it with the Panthers. I don't really see it with Darnold either. Um, the other thing too is, you know, McCaffrey's been dinged up and banged up the past couple seasons. Who knows if he's even gonna make it to week five? And even if he is, how you know how much of an asset is he still gonna be this this far into his career? So um I think we got a really good chance of winning this one actually out of the first five. Yeah, I like how you talk like he's like forty years old. <laughs> well, he does. He, yeah, he guys has been banged up, and he's a running back with miles. <laughs> Look at yeah. Zeke, and you know who knows? Darnold maybe his mono flares up. You never know. Never know uh, what what could happen down there. Uh, next game, and you never want to play the Super Bowl champs, but at least we're playing the Super Bowl champs at home on a Thursday night. Tampa Bay Bucks come to town. I'm going to grade this as a loss, but I, here's what I'll say. I wouldn't be shocked if we pull this game out simply because we saw what happened to the bucks 
uh, last year. I mean, they lost to that Bears team. They lost to Nick Foles on the road. Similar thing on a Thursday night game where you know Brady was holding up the three, thinking it was third down and it was fourth down uh, or whatever that was, and he was kind of like losing his mind. It was a real ugly game. But the Bucks, these Thursday night games really benefit the home team, and and maybe we pull uh, pull one out here. I I still. I still can't give them a W here. So I, I I'm grading a loss, but I'm not going to be shocked if they uh, pull off the upset, Rob, you're the realist here. Any shot here against the bucks? Uh, I mean, it wouldn't stun me if we pulled it out, but I think realistically looking at it, it has to be a loss. I mean, you're right. Last year, I think Tampa Bay really came together later in the season. They, they did just enough in the first half and then they, they peaked late and obviously made a great super bowl run, but you have to think the team's going to come into this year with a lot more chemistry than they had last year. Um, you know, going in with both Brady and a new coach. So, um, or I, you know, to be honest, I don't know if Arians was a new coach last year or not. Maybe I missed. No, he there. was. He was. Uh, um, he, he he was there a year before with James. Yeah, you're right. So it was just Brady. But but anyway, um, I, I think it's a loss. I don't know. You know, they're defending Super Bowl champions. I don't think we can say otherwise. Yeah, Justin, where where are you at with the us at home? Yeah, I mean they're the opposite of us this season. I mean we're kind of doing what they were doing last season. We're trying to work on the chemistry at this point. Um, against them, they're they're all together. They won the Super Bowl. Um, I don't see how we can really pull this out, even the even if it is at home. Next up at Las Vegas Raiders. Oh man, chalk this up as a W. We're all gonna be there. Mojo is strong. Eagles fans are gonna be going nuts. I I think this is Sirianni's just licking his chops to out scheme. Um, John Gruden and, and the Raiders, like kind of, I, I don't still don't really understand the strategy. They kind of went out of their way to blow up their offensive line. I think the D line has a big game. Uh, they still have a bunch of issues with their defensive secondary. I think Devonta Smith, this is like his breakout game against the Raiders. I think he has a huge game, and uh, I think we get the uh, W in a, in a big way. Justin, you're laughing. Are you are, are you on the opposite side, or you just you're so jacked as well? I'm just cracking up because all these great things are going to happen, and you happen to be at that game when they happen. So um, it's just good analysis. I love the prediction there, Sean, but uh, I'm going to be a realist here as well, and uh, I'm going to say I think we're actually going to lose this one. Um, Long flight to Vegas. We got a young core group of guys. Things can happen there, Um, so that could be one of the issues. Um, The other thing too is. I actually think the Raiders can be a good team uh, How pretty often. Unfortunately, they have some of those abysmal uh, clips every now and then with uh, Derek Carr and whatnot, but they can play a solid game and Gruden can actually be a pretty solid coach at times. So um, I'm interested to see what could happen. It's possible we can pull it out, but if I had to wager, I'd, I'd put my money on the Raiders. Gruden, a solid coach. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. What a hot <laughs> take. Robbie, Robbie, I don't want to sit next to this guy if he's going to be. Are you gonna are you gonna be like bring a John Gruden solid uh, sign to the game? Uh, sorry, one other thing. I've, I don't think I've ever been to a game with either of you guys where the where the Eagles have won as well. So yeah, that's probably not a. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna ignore that trend. I'm gonna lean into the trend of me going to Eagles games on the West Coast undefeated. Rob, where are you at? I know. I hopefully you'll be rooting for the team, unlike uh, Justin here. Yeah, no. I, Optimus Rob says this is a win. I, I'm, I'm, 
I'm the opposite of Justin. I'm not overly impressed with Gruden's coaching thus far. I think they make strange personnel decisions. Um, and look, they have some talent, but I, I don't see this as a matchup we can't overcome. And I think the team's going to come to play. Love it. Love it. Um, we're going to get to the second half. Well, we're seven games in. We're going to get to the, I guess the rest of the games. There's no easy way to break up a 17 game slate. Want to shout out Roman. That's right. John Gruden in his era in Las Vegas. He's been coming up short. Hasn't, hasn't, you know, no playoff victories to his name and coming up a bit short. If you're coming up a bit short in the bedroom, you don't want to be doing that in Vegas. Certainly that's a time where you want to be hitting peak performance in the bedroom on the crabs table, whatever you're getting into, you got a big trip going to Las Vegas. You want, you want to be firing on all cylinders. If uh, coming up short in the bedroom, no worries. Just go to getromancom slash S G P get your ED taken care of at home, licensed healthcare professional, discreet, straightforward, doing it on the old zoom. Uh, couldn't be easier. And again, if medication's right for you, free two day shipping, don't, you know, you don't want to get uh, raked over the coals for shipping. All you got to do, go to getroman.com slash SGP, complete the online visit and get $15 off your first month. That's getroman.com slash S G P picking up on the schedule, Detroit lions at the Detroit lions, October 31st, Halloween. You know, normally I would say if we were just playing the lines straight up that I like their chances. However, I think the back-to-back road game with a uh, new head coach, I think it's just, it's going to be a little tougher than it seems. And again, I have them beating the Raiders. I think they're going to be smelling themselves maybe a little too much. I think this is a, uh, it's actually like kind of a classic letdown spot at Detroit here. I'm going to say they actually lose this game and slide to four and four. Justin, am I crazy for thinking they might lose the lines? Uh, I actually have them down for a win here. I mean, I did say that they were, they weren't going to win to the Raiders. So I think this will actually be a bounce back game for them. I think the, the lions, you know, new coaching staff, uh, they got golf over there now. Uh, granted they'll be halfway into the season at this point. So they may have something clicking. Um, I just don't really see it. I mean, Swift is a solid running back. So you got a little bit of added dimension there, but I think we could take them on and beat them in, uh, in their home stadium. Yeah. I mean, if we lose games in back-to-back years to Jared Goff, it's going to be super embarrassing. I, I I'm just worried. There's always a couple stinker games, even when they have a decent season. And I'm worried this lions game just smells Robbie. This is their only, uh, well, actually, sorry. One of two situations where they have a back-to-back road game. Do they get the victory against Detroit? Yes. Um, I mean, what about the lions really scares you? I, I mean, no, Goff, Goff. Yeah. Not um, the team, I guess uh, just the situation. I just, yeah, I get it. I, I get it coming off Vegas. It's, it's kind of that letdown game, but you know, just looking at it, it's a team we can play with. It's a team we can win. I mean, uh, you know, they have a new head coach this year too. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm saying it as a win that, you know, that's what I think. And I have them now, you know, going four and four through those first eight weeks. And, you know, to me, if they can get through these first eight weeks, which I think has some tough games around 500, I think that would be tremendous and set them up for the rest of the season. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was, uh, Oh, sorry. Uh, I was the same as Rob there. I had a four and four and really the, I I'd be ecstatic actually, if they could get four and four first, first uh, eight games of the season. Yeah. Four and four would be a dream come true, especially coming after off of last season where it's just a fucking gut punch. Even the four wins, 
they were like brutal and not fun. Like the only fun win was the saints game. It really, it really was uh, uh what a shitty, horrific season. Yeah. And, and, and Sean, just before we move on to the next yeah. game here, I just want a little hot break in news here. Um, not really breaking news, but I'm just browsing on Instagram and it looks like Jalen hurts and, and Lane Johnson are uh, hitting up top golf together. So I oh, love to nice. see that building uh, a little offensive line, QB chemistry, hanging out in the off season. Good to see. Love it. Nice. Yeah. I mean, if you recall Lane Johnson, when Carson Wentz got traded, tweeted out a, uh, a gif of someone <laughs> saying we're going to be all right. So uh, maybe lane had some issues with Carson and uh, good to see he's already team Jalen. They're hanging out. Love, love to see the off season bonding on social media, which gets me fired up next week. The Eagles are at home for the Los Angeles chargers. Interesting team. They got a new head coach. They weren't amazing last year, but Herbert, Certainly looks uh, super good. I I think he's a MVP candidate potentially, but the Chargers in the Eastern Time Zone uh, is a difficult game for them. You know, we have a lot of a lot of our coaching staff has some history uh, coaching up the Chargers. I think kind of kind of an interesting revenge spot here. Non-conference road games for the Chargers are it's always a tough spot. So I think we get the W here, even though uh, yeah, even though they uh, they should be decent on offense. So I got them. Moving on to five and four, getting the W against the Chargers. Justin, you with me? So yeah, like I said earlier, I, I kind of chunk these and try to look for the win in, in groups of teams if I can. I, I don't know if they're going to beat the Chargers um, in this scenario though, and um, I think that's going to be a tough stretch: Chargers, Broncos, and Saints. And if I had to pick one of those three teams that they were going to beat, it wouldn't be the Chargers in this situation. I think Herbert's going to be coming into his own second season, um, as you were kind of pointing out and alluding to there. And uh, I just think that uh, new coaching staff though, which would be kind of interesting. Uh, but I, I think they're just too tough of a team right now. And with us being so young and uh, fresh um, week nine, still, we might not have everything clicking. I'm going to say we lose that one. Brutal Robbie. What do you, what, can we beat the chargers? We can beat the chargers, right? So this is one that this is one game on my schedule that I have circled as, as could go either way. But I, I am going to say, who is this guy? I am going a win. Um, Robbie, you know, uh, Rob. exactly. I don't, I don't know what happens in the off season. I'm an optimist, I guess. Um, I do like, you know, I, this is interesting because I, I think this stretch of games from week seven with the Raiders, uh, you know, really through, uh, the next couple weeks, really they're the, almost all of them are winnable games. So uh, I'm not saying we're going to win everyone, but I, I think they're winnable. Uh, and I'm going to stick with the win for the Chargers. <clears throat> Love it. Another uh, another game, uh, possibly attending. Denver is an awesome place to hang out. It would be kind of fun do a little mini road trip out there. Go see uh, Eagles as they take on the Denver Broncos. And again, Broncos are a, an interesting team because they got a talented defense, have some weapons on the offensive side of the ball. But Drew Locke, I, I mean, are we really scared of Drew Locke? But maybe they, uh, maybe they have old uh, Teddy Bridgewater in there, and maybe he he can steer the ship and get them a W. Or maybe that blockbuster Aaron Rodgers trade actually happens. I'm a bit skeptical. Oh man, I'm gonna say they they don't get it done. They lose to the Broncos on the road. Tough. It's just tough to win in Mile High again. Non conference road game always tough. Um, yeah. Well, you know what? Fuck it. We can beat. <laughs> 
now, now that I think about it, the, you know, we're not gonna, we're not going to lose the Teddy Bridgewater. Sean, you lasted five seconds. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to be a realistic. Uh, yeah, give me the W against the Broncos. Justin, am I crazy? Uh, I don't think you are actually in this situation, at least as it stands right now, like you pointed out, drew lock, Teddy Bridgewater, they don't scare me on the offensive side. Uh, even Melvin Gordon, the third, I mean, he's, he's a little wear and tear there himself. Um, they do have some weapons in Judy, right. And, and what's going on there, but I don't know. The offense doesn't really scare me, um, which just leaves the defense. And I know they're, they're a tough defense. Uh, I, I, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, the issue is though, is, I mean, you have a dynamic guy back there and a versatile guy in hurts and an offense like ours, if Sirianni could do what I think he can possibly do, I think our offense might be too tricky for them. And we might be able to, uh, you know, uh, get away with the, a win here. Love it. Robbie. Can we get Gen- it mile high gentlemen? We have ourselves a four game winning streak. Oh. We are in unanimous agreement. This is a win. Love it. Uh, <laughs> look, it's a good defense, but I think, uh, you know, Hertz can, can maximize, uh, you know, attacking that defense with this ability to run hopefully by this point, uh, you know, some of the receivers, the offense will be starting to click. Um, and you know, again, their quarterback situation is not good. And Pat Shermer's their offensive coordinator, so we know Pat Shermer. No, he was here for a while. Um, doesn't scare you. Uh, I, I think it's a win. Yeah. Now, yeah. The more I was thinking about it, the more I got to chalk it up to a W. Now, again, this team, a lot of questions. Saints following week come to town at home. The Eagles are at home against the Saints. Who yeah, pretty good team, but then obviously no Drew Brees. But Drew Brees was kind of falling apart. Big question mark with uh, Jameis Winston. Maybe Taysom Hill ends up get, getting the start here. Who knows as the season progresses? Ah oh, man, I'm gonna say loss here because the Saints look for uh yeah the Saints get a revenge win here. But um, again, it, this could be wide open, especially depending on what happens at quarterback. But I I'll give them a a loss here sliding to six and five, but they got two games back to back at the Meadowlands before their bye week. So I, I think they could be in a decent position, but I'm going to, I'm going to grade it a loss. Robbie, where are you at? Same? I got it as, I got it as a loss. I think Sean Payton will scheme against us. And yeah, he even without Drew Brees, he, he finds a way to maximize that offense. It's efficient. They do make plays. Uh, I just don't see us overcoming it, especially after beating them last year. I think they will be you know, have a target on our back. Justin, where are you at? Yeah. I mean, I wanted to say we could pull it off, but I mean, the, the more I look at it and the fact that, you know, you're, you're right. Drew Brees wasn't at his best at the end of last season. Um, so it doesn't change much. If anything, they might've even got, they might even get better. Um, they do still have Kamara. Right. So, I mean, like that's, that's the bread and butter part of the offense anyways, the past two, three seasons. So if, if anything, they could be better. And I, I don't know if we, we kind of got lucky last season, so I can't see us beating them next this season. Yeah, it does seem like they're gonna they're gonna have a chip on their shoulder. Speaking of chip on their shoulder, the New York Giants, November twenty eighth. Apparently, the the Giants have this game circled. They're mad that we uh, wanted to get a look at Nate Sudfeld and kept him out of their the playoffs, even though they were six and ten. 
and just acting like a bunch of babies that didn't get in the playoffs. The optimism coming out of Giants fans, the trash talking coming out of a, a team that was six and ten is just comical to me. I, I I just don't see where they're so high on on this team. I mean, Daniel Jones, like what even just trying to be unbiased, what have we seen about Daniel Jones that makes you think he's a franchise quarterback? He just sits back there, has just can't feel pressure to save his life, takes a ton of sacks, figures out ways to lose games. I I just don't see uh how we don't win this game. Uh, I mean, we've we're like what, 32 and 10 the last 42 games against the Giants. Give me a W. They got the birds get back in the win column, getting it to seven and five. Robbie, we don't we don't mess this game up, do we? No. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I know Daniel Jones is just so fast; we probably won't even see him on the field. But uh, that's assuming he he has any time to run, and you know he's good for a turnover or two. We know that. And uh, I he mean, I don't know touchdown passes last year. It, exactly. You know in the NFL, you know, their offensive line still isn't great. Um, I, I just don't see it. Uh, we and and not to mention historically over the last few years we have owned the Giants. Yeah, and I don't see that ending this year. Yep, agreed. And yeah, I mean Wentz looked horrible in that in that last game. If Hurts can just look okay, I I think they're in trouble. Justin, we we can't lose to the Giants, can we? Even in New York? No, it's not happening. I don't think it's happening for either of the games. But I mean, you you guys just pointed everything out. Daniel Jones doesn't scare me. Um, they picked up. Uh, Galladay, which, uh, okay, he's got a little bit of a weapon there, but he doesn't scare me either. And then you have uh, Ingram hasn't proved himself to be anything great uh, he dropped as of yet either. Um, and then Saquon Barkley's coming back from an ACL tear. Yeah, this is going to be, you know, uh, more than midway through the season. So maybe he could get his legs underneath him by this point. But I mean, even he has only shown flashes, I feel like, here and there of something great. And I, I don't know if he can really even get back into his prime at this point. So I don't see how, I don't see any reason why we should lose this game. No, yeah, totally agree. And then we stay in the Meadowlands. Maybe they'll, uh, Maybe they won't even bother uh, driving back. Just get a hotel. Sirianni and the guys just staying out in the Meadowlands because uh, we have the Jets the following week at New York in the Meadowlands, or I don't even know what it's called now. But uh, I, I mean, this Jets team. Maybe Zach Wilson ends up being good, but I, I think they're kind of, especially this year, his rookie season. Uh, I like our chances to take out the Jets. This was that extra thirteenth game. Could be again a sneaky possibility of a letdown spot because um, we're coming off an emotional Giants win. It is technically a back-to-back road game right before the bye week. It's an easy game for a young team to look past. I'll be honest, but uh, I'm still going to give them a W, raising their record up to uh, eight and five as we head into the bye week. Justin, any anywhere we blow this Jets game? I mean, they do have Denzel Mims, who uh, you know wasn't a big fan of Philly uh, yeah. <laughs> when he came to the draft. So, uh, yeah, the, just making jokes there. All jokes aside, I mean, the Jets. I don't see any reason why we shouldn't beat them. And if we lose to them, I mean, we really got to start scratching our heads and figuring out what the hell's going on at that point in the season if we can't pull this off. I mean, they don't really have anything to fear at this point. So, um, yeah, I'd say we can pull it off. Yep, seems simple enough. Robbie, are are we overlooking something? Is there is there some reason we may end up losing to the Jets? 
No, I think as much fun as the team's going to have hanging in North Jersey, like you said, instead of making an hour and a half drive home after the giants game. Um, I, I just, what do the jets have that makes you fear him? I mean, yeah, I think Wilson could be good, but he's going to be a rookie. He's going to be, you know, 10, you know, whatever game we're at week 13 into the season. Uh, he's not going to be, you know, playing like a vet and, you know, I, I'll take Jalen over him if I'm putting them head to head at that point in the season. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they they have Corey Davis. The, their defense has had some moments, but I, I think the Jets uh, still very much a work in progress. Got the bye week there, eight and five. I got the Eagles sitting at, and then they have four division games: two in uh, December, two in January to close it out. Three of which are at home. So again, coming into the bye week, if we can be obviously eight and five would be, you know, dream scenario, seven and uh, seven and uh, six, even, even six and seven, like you could really, as long as we're not five and eight or below, I, I think you can talk yourselves into making a nice little run here. The run starts with a home game against the Washington football team. At home against WFT, I think this is a this is a revenge game for the Eagles. They're going to try and bury that legacy they they left uh, with that. I mean, Washington beat them twice last year. It was pretty ugly, especially that last game of the season. I think this is a a game where the Eagles have a lot of pride and coming off the bye, love them here. So yeah, give me the win against Washington football team. Robbie, you agree? I have this as a loss actually. Um, yeah, I think they're going to lose one game to Washington. I think they lose at Washington, but yeah, it's certainly possible. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, I, I think they could win one of them. You're right. I, I actually was, I actually misread this. Like this was our home game. So, or I mean our away game. So I, I think they can maybe get one against Washington. So whether you want to make this one a loss or the other one doesn't really matter to me, I guess you know, they probably have the better shot at home, but I, I do think there's a realistic chance they could drop both to Washington as well. Yeah. Washington. I think our hope is that the quarterback play, they don't end up figuring out and our offensive line is healthy enough to mitigate uh, that defensive front for the WFTs. Justin, what do you, where do you, what are you leaning in here? Uh, for this, since it's a home game, I, I took uh, us in this game, but I would agree with you guys. Washington, I honestly think is actually going to be the biggest competition in the division yeah. this season. Um, and I know it's, it probably sounds funny to say because of it's magic, but for whatever it is, that guy kind of scares me with him being in the division, he could sling it. And that's one thing that, you know, they've been kind of missing is just a guy who would, you know, just put it all out there and try to win the game. And he's, he's in it. When you think they're out of the game, he's one of those guys that could pull you right back in. So um, I kind of fear, <clears throat> fear them a little bit, but um, with us being at home, this one, I, I took us. Nice. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, no, I, I think the home thing matters. And again, I think the fact that, uh, yeah, I, I just think that, that, that game to end last season was so embarrassing. I think they're really going to want to wash their mouth out and, and get a clean W against the WFTs at home giants at home the following week, book it. Daniel Jones sucks. I'm not worried about this team at all. The, again, the giants fans just talking so much smack there. I mean, normally it is the Cowboys who are the 
the, you know, and clear and obviously Dallas sucks. They are always enemy number one, but man, the giants are giving them a run for their money with just the amount of trash they're talking. Uh, they definitely get a win here. Justin, do you, do you agree that they, they sweep the giants in this? Yeah, I actually do think we sweep the giants. I know it's hard to beat a team in your division twice in one season, but um, I, I, there's just nothing about them that concerns me. And maybe that's a problem and I should be more worried because there's nothing that concerns me, but um, I would say we win that. Love it. Robbie, you on board as well. I'm on board. We're unanimous. I don't even think there's much else to say. (laughs) It's just that easy. You know, it's pretty crazy. You can look, uh, if you go online, check out win Sportsbook or uh, bet SGPN and you can, they actually have for the Eagles, they have every single spread uh, already. So you can actually bet like against the Raiders or even, even this game we just broke down, they have the Eagles only being a one point favorite at home. You know, the standard is a three point uh, home field advantage. So not, not feeling the Eagles. I mean, only a one point favorite against the jets. Uh, I, I mean, I'm tempted to go through here and just hammer anytime the Eagles are a uh, significant or just anytime they're a dog because the Eagles, you know, and again, kind of just to a bigger point, the Eagles do better when there's lower expectations. You know, when, when Foles got in there in 2017 and the expectations kind of went away, uh, that's when the team really gelled. So I, I think there is something to them relishing the role as underdog. And uh, yeah, I mean, oh man, eight, they're catching eight points against the Cowboys Monday night. Come on. Oh God. I'm so excited for football. All right. Closing it out here at Washington uh, football team. I do think that we'll lose one of these last uh, four division games. And I, I think this could be the one. So I have them losing that game sliding to a 10 and uh, what do you got a 10 and six going into the final game, Robbie, what do you have? Uh, what do you have with Washington? I'm going to stick with it as a loss. I, I'm just I don't have a good feeling against Washington this year. It's it's just the gut. We could win one, but I'm going to say actually we're going to drop both of them. Yeah, unfortunate, but certainly could happen. Justin, I'll put him down for the loss this game. Uh, Rivera's a good enough coach; he can get him rallied and, and get him going to beat us uh, at least one of the two. So uh, this is going to be the one I say we drop. Yeah, not feeling great about that one there. Closing it out the 2021 Eagles season at home against the Cowboys. Again, Dallas sucks. Uh, this could be for the division that that would be pretty exciting if it is uh, again, I, I, but I, I think I'm with you. Uh, yeah, I think Justin said it, but um, that Washington is going to be more competition actually than the Cowboys or the giants Dallas at home. We show up, we get it done. Finish out the season 11 and six best case scenario. I love it. LFG. Let's go, baby. Justin, what do you have us doing against the Cowboys last game of the season? Yeah, I have us beating the Cowboys here. Actually. Um, I just think, you know, they're not going to have a great season this season. And I think that's a team that that'll wear on them. And then by the end of that season, this season, uh, we're going to get them at the very end and going to be able to pull it off. I have us at 10 and seven um, at the very end of the season. Love it. Love it. 10 and seven. I mean, I would be ecstatic. I'm probably a little high at, at 11 and six. And maybe uh, when we do the official predictions closer to the season, maybe I'll 
maybe I'll get a little bit more uh, realistic down to earth. Yeah. But I would realistically say if I had probably nine and six, I'd be hopeful for, but somehow it ended up being uh, 10 and seven. Well, oh, sorry, not nine and six, nine and eight. I know it's so annoying. Uh, refiguring out the math here on the 17 game season, Robbie, what do you have uh, them doing against the Cowboys? And what do you have them closing out the season? I have it as a win. I, I think Dallas, you know, hopefully starts to crumble a little late in the season. This is a home game revenge game. Cause I do think we lose the first one and that brings me to 10 and seven. I'm with Justin. I, you know, I, I just look at this and I, I, I don't think it's impossible if things come together decent, obviously the defense remains a worry. Look, could we be, uh, you know, could we have eight wins? Could we have nine wins? Yes. I, I do think though we get over that six and a half. Uh, yeah. That's just my gut. Six and a half feels kind of insulting. Um, and again, you know, my, my bias aside, I just think there's always there's gonna be a couple of games where they don't understand what Sirianni's doing or or Gannon. We see this all the time. I mean, you know, Doug P and and Wentz they went seven to nine uh, that first season, and in a weird way, it feels like they have more talent. I, I think than that 2016 team did, and and Wentz was a rookie. You know, Jalen Hurts doesn't have a ton of experience, but he is. You know, he did get his feet wet last season. But I mean, you know, even seven and ten, you're still cashing that uh, six and a half point over. Couple of future uh, bets to look at before we before we wrap things up here. The Eagles are sitting at plus five hundred to win the NFC East, and I think that is certainly something worth taking a sprinkle on. We've seen it year after year; the same team doesn't win the division twice. Uh, back to back, and and I, you know, obviously I'm not going to take the Cowboys at plus one twenty five, out on the out on the other two teams, but the Eagles at five to one. I feel like it's way closer than that price. And hear me out: the Eagles to win the NFC East are five to one. However, Nick Sirianni to win Coach of the Year is fifty to one. If the Eagles win the NFC East, I think Nick Sirianni winning Coach of the Year. I, I I don't know. To me, there's just a huge difference in price there because I feel like if this team with the low expectations win these, wins the NFC East, Sirianni has to be in the discussion for coach of the year. So if the NFC East uh, for them to win the NFC East is 500, 50 to one seems crazy. Am I, am I onto something here, Justin? Sean, I'm not going to deny you that. I think you are onto something. Um, the only thing that concerns me is that the coach of the year thing is always so wacky and weird with the way they pick him. I think he is the kind of guy, though, since it is his first year, they'd go with him if they won a division. But I mean, if you look at that Doug Peterson Super Bowl season, who won? Didn't McVay win that season? Yeah, probably. They everyone loves everyone loves uh, Sean McVay. <laughs> um, but yeah. But- just the the odd discrepancy the odds discrepancy is just crazy there. Uh, so Justin, obviously you're what you like the over six and a half. Any other uh, future stuff kind of jump out of you? Uh, I like the over six and a half, uh, and that that's what I would hit all day long right now. I mean, we just went over all the games between us, and barring any anything really bad happening injuries and whatnot. And it's the Eagles. So who knows, but I think they could definitely get over six and a half. If you notice, I think the line has moved on some sites and it's actually at seven at this point. Um, so it looks like some people are betting it, Well, uh, it, but it depends where you go, right? You got to shop around. 
<laughs> no, just go to winbet.com. Oh, sorry, it's a win bet. Sorry. Get it. Uh Last year, Kevin Stefanski, Cleveland Browns, they won 11 and five. He was coach of the year. They didn't even win the division. The, the fact that he just got that Browns team to the playoffs was enough uh, for them to win it. So I, I you know, and you're right. Uh, Sean McVay was the guy who won it in 2017 going, even though they were only 11 and five and Peterson was 13 and three winning those last couple of games with, uh, with Nick Foles, it's crazy. He didn't. He's he. Uh, he didn't win it that year. Robbie, any of these uh, futures we talk about uh, strike your fancy? Sounds like over six and a half. You're definitely on board with. But uh, what? Any other uh, futures you find of interest? Yeah, the over six and a half I, I find interesting. Um, you know, the Nick Sirianni thing is interesting because I I think it would be such a, a hurdle for him to overcome to win that. I think, you know, obviously he had a little shaky start from a public perception uh, with his initial press conference. You know, I know we think it was no big deal. We're on board with him, but I'm not convinced the national media is there. So he would have to change that perception, which you can do through winning. Don't get me wrong. And hopefully he will. Um, I also think there's, you know, Philly's not the most popular place out there. And, and, you know, if it's a close call, I could see it going to someone else. So I think it's going to be a tough one for him unless we really come out and, and really just, uh, you know, turn some heads. So um, it's an interesting one. I like the odds and it might be worth throwing something, you know, small on, but I, I think it's still a long shot. Um, you know, the, the, I guess the other obvious one to, to maybe consider, and he's not a quarterback, so it's always an uphill battle, but you know, Devonte Smith, you know, offensive rookie of the year is, is a possibility. I could see him getting a lot of touches in our offense, you know, hopefully him and Jalen have a connection and, and I think Sirianni is going to use them. Uh, he's a Heisman guy. So he already has that national recognition. Uh, you know, it's not out of the question. Yeah. I think that's around probably 15 to one. So yeah, worth maybe, uh, maybe checking that out. All right, man, that was fun. I'm I'm just jacked for football. It's here, it's happening. OTAs, guys are running routes on air. It's awesome. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in the Diehard Eagles podcast. Drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Help the podcast grow. And if you're listening to this on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed, toss us a uh, bone here and and find the Diehard Eagles. Um, feed. We have our own feed. Of course, Apple podcast, Spotify, hit that subscribe button. Get ready for the regular season for the diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green for Robbie for Justin go birds. Go birds. Go birds.